Yeah, I, you know, we're walking down the street in Newberry, and we walk by, and Colette says, oh, there's their place, and I didn't quite sure what she meant, and she says, well, maybe they're there, and then, like, Ash is, like, standing out there, like, on the phone. It's really funny. Was he talking to anybody? Was he just pretending to be on the phone? Well, I said, I said to, to tell, huh? I said to Makunda while we caught, we caught Ash working, and he kind of went, mm, sort of worked. <laughs> that was a personal call. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, Barrington Coffee's been around a while. Yeah. I didn't know that. <coughs> apparently, I don't. You've just been at Woodstock the whole time. <laughs> I didn't. I, better look at you. Look skinny. Yeah. Holy crap! Wait till I give the update. Yeah. Well, I'll get to it. Dave said that we should get some microphones. Um, but I didn't see him offer any type of financial support for us purchasing the microphones. Yeah, I think that uh, Ethan was a little washed out in our, in, our, in our last week's episode. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Well, I think Ethan being drowned out a little bit is how everyone likes to go through life. With him just like <laughs> at like 70%. Well, he... <laughs> I, well, did you see what he, his, his thing on, my, on Facebook? When I yeah, that he didn't posted. actually get kicked out of a gym? Yeah, yeah sure he didn't. Sure he didn't. Oh, that's right. You didn't respond. Yeah. Sure he didn't. You can't, you can't use social media to rehabilitate what you've done on our social media. Right, especially since our listeners are nationwide, worldwide, really. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know right. what he's capable of. They don't even know us. They don't even, you know. <laughs> they have would, no idea what we're capable right. of. In my mind, uh, I spent the 4th of July at the lake. You spent the 4th of July in ketosis. Yes. Which is lovely this time of year. Yeah, it is. It's beautiful because it's not like you sweat at all when you're in ketosis because <laughs> you, you don't have any water in your body. So anything you drink just goes right out. Your body is just a, just, a, just a lovely thick paste at this point. Yeah, exactly. That's good, that's good for the arteries, right? It's got to be good for it. <laughs> Well, hopefully all the fat I'm ingesting is turning straight into ketones and not blocking my arteries. I would like to not have a heart attack at, like, age 33. Yeah, that would not be good. <clears throat> Here we uh, go. All right, this is Seth and Tony coming at you. No Rep CrossFit podcast. Episode 8? 8. Yeah, wow. episode 1.8. 1.8. Um, coming to you live from Pioneer Valley CrossFit in the back room actually took some pictures of our office space uh we'll post those on the on the ig is there a way to make it so that like can you make it so that certain people can't access the ig so that like liz and perrin don't see our office and say hey that looks that looks an awful lot like pvcf that might be a good move (laughs) i also did not like we don't follow them and i don't think they follow us so that's probably (laughs) ideal yeah by the way damien of the uh, dna show uh liked my link on Facebook. Ooh. I think it's because we gave a number of shout-outs to their podcast <laughs> in, the, in the last episode. I, I, I have the sense that he's never admitted to me directly that he's listened to our show. He claims he has, which is a blatant lie, because this is a fantastic program. <laughs> <laughs> this is an outstanding program. Yeah, yeah, very well organized. All right, so the topic for today we're going to talk about is lifting weights, particularly heavy weights. Yes. But before we do that, let's do some update stuff. Yeah, we need a keto update from Seth. All right, all right. So here's the keto update. I've, as you all know, I started ketosis about eight days ago. The ketogenic diet, high fat, low carb, medium protein, 
diet. Um, so I've been, I got into ketosis immediately within the first day, so that was cool. And then immediately spent at least five hours in the bathroom, just purging myself of all the water, you know, because, so I guess the, the point is that when you have, your body has glycogen stores, well, there's water molecules attached to those glycogen molecules. And when you, body isn't running on glycogen anymore, it's getting rid of it, out goes the water. And there's only a couple ways that the water can go out, right? <laughs> so anyways, I've been in ketosis for eight days now, and I'm down, I started this at 185.4 pounds. Uh, this morning I was 186, or 176.4 point nine pounds so I don't know math what yeah so about mean? nine pounds nine I've pounds. lost and it I obviously none of that is body fat at this point because <laughs> it's too soon but it's just terrifying to think that I walk around with eight to nine pounds of extra water weight on me at all times it's terrifying to think as a water-based being you've just shed four percent of your water weight yeah exactly so it's a pretty significant amount of water that so basically when I'm running, which I'm a poor runner, it's I'm just sloshing around at all times. So I don't feel bad now that I suck at running. I was finding myself getting dehydrated pretty quickly. So now I'm taking in even more salt and I'm not a salt guy. I think we all know I'm a sweets guy. True. So it was well established. Yeah, well established sweets guy. And so now this is a, a huge change of pace. Like putting salt in like I'm drinking ketones right now with salt in it so I'm drinking and eating a lot more salt let's pretend that I've been just a little bit uh, just spacing out what's the, what's the salt connection to the water <laughs> uh, I don't I think the salt just is also holds a little bit of water oh so you're getting you're taking in more salt to try to retain a little bit more water right because I don't have any thing to hold on to the water I'm taking in besides the salt is that suggested through the diet uh, I think the two people I referenced when starting this diet told me to eat more salt, and uh, I didn't. Wait, and is one so, of them Ash? Yeah, one of them's Ash, a uh, friend of the program, and Lakunda, <laughs> who is not a friend of the program, who doesn't listen, who's been on this program and doesn't listen to the podcast, which is wildly offensive. It's true. Notwithstanding that, we're going to plug him again and say, what well, we said at the beginning of the program, he owns Makunda and Ash, among, among other things, own Barrington Coffee Yep. Uh, out of Newberry Street in Boston. Yep. Uh, anybody who's listening to the program who's out Boston Way, stop into Barrington Coffee. Uh, tell them that 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 uh, No Rep CrossFit um, said that you could get uh, what? What's the what's the discount over at Barrington? I think it's got to be at least twenty five percent. Yeah, twenty five percent discount on any of your purchases. Yep. Uh, and if they have any questions at all, they should talk to you. Talk directly to Ash. Or Makunda. We'll provide his uh, personal cell at the end of, <laughs> at, at the end of this. Right. Uh, so, so we'll keep getting weekly updates, yeah. and uh, I can't wait till you come off of ketosis and, and try to <laughs> try to somehow regulate sugar intake. I'll give an update on that about how the wheels just completely come off day two of being <laughs> off ketosis. A uh, couple of other things, just. Uh, you can't, I don't think you can figure out who's following or who's listening to the program, but on Instagram, did you see that, that uh, rx.madness is now following us on Instagram? I saw that, yep. I don't know who that is. I, mean, I think it's, it looks like a woman who's doing it. If, and I like scrolled all the way down to the, to the beginning of her, uh, 
posts. Yeah. And it's like all these um, sort of inspirational uh, messages about women being strong and lifting and and uh, sticking ah. with that sort of thing. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, it looks actually um, the Instagram looks pretty cool. And then more recently, she's it's like she's got a lot of really cool pictures of like games athletes and stuff. Ah, so, all right. So that's really cool. And then uh, you fit by Adrian. Was okay. one of our first Instagram followers. Oh, I don't know up, how, Adrian? Adrian, I don't know how you found us. His build looks like yours and mine, except actually just with muscles shredded. and yeah. shredded. Yep. Just, okay. He's absolutely jacked. Maybe we can get Adrian on the program to tell us how to do that. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, I think there'd be some more lifestyle modifications to get to look like Adrian. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I also want to just give one quick shout out to um, both of our mothers. <laughs> who do not who we found out do not listen to this program <laughs> way to go support moms appreciate that let me give you an update on that for my mom okay. is I kept trying to send her uh, the link to the program so she could listen to it and the way I was doing it you had to go through a through a um, a podcast manager okay so but there's another way where you can embed a podcast and I figured I couldn't do it on our website yep. but I figured out that you can embed it directly on Facebook okay so it's now I like when I put the update on Facebook it's one click and you can listen to it cool so I finally you know I finally sent that link to my mom and said I think you can listen to it uh, and she said okay I'll try and that was a text and then she sent the next text was just two words. It works. Oh, okay. Not, not a great program. Yeah, it was not, funny. Or yeah, good not was, I got a chance to meet Seth, and now I heard him on the program. Right. And now I understand why he's, you know, why you want to do the program with Seth. Or right. Not like, oh, I know Ethan, and it was fun to hear. No, just it Which works. Which 100% means she did not listen to it. <laughs> she clicked it, it started playing, and then she turned it off. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about lifting weights, heavy weights today um so let me let me fire a question to you mm -hmm. when you say lift you this was your idea for a topic um so what does he heavy lifting heavy weights mean to you i think of it as trying doing lifts that are ultimately going to take you to a place where you're at the edge of your uh Capacity, and you're finding out. Ooh, can I lift this weight? Can right. I can I bench 230? Can I squat 285? Can I, you know? So so that's what it is to me. So I thought about this too. Um, when I think of I'm going to do a specific lift, squat, bench, deadlift. When I think of something heavy, it's something that I couldn't do for six six reps. Something I could probably do for five, more likely four. Anything less than that. I wouldn't think is heavy. Oh, yeah, sort of a more functional definition. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's what I that's what I was thinking of when I'm thinking of I'm squatting. Okay. Not on the toilet. No, I have a, do have a squatty potty. <laughs> Shout out the squatty potty for yeah um, friend of the program friend squatty the program. potty. Um, <laughs> but I want to actually keep framing this up a little bit before we dive dive in and CrossFit has kind of etched out a place in the fitness world, the first big way it's done that is it came along and it said, look, do high intensity stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, run like a crazy person, lift tires, uh, do more pull-ups than you think you can, do AMRAPs, do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of pushback from the fitness community saying, you know, people are going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. The second place I think the CrossFit 
challenge the norm was to say, and hey, by the way, lift heavy weights. Yeah. You know, they sort of reintroduced Olympic lifting, I think, to the fitness world. Yeah. I think the, the myth had become, you know, oh man, don't do deadlifts because you'll wreck your back. Right. Uh, so so when, when we talk about heavy lifting, uh, I sort of see it within that framework of we're... Crossfitters maybe believe in lifting heavy, but when you get outside of the CrossFit community, I think there's a huge number of people and professional, you know, fitness people who will say, you know, especially after a certain age, you need to avoid heavy deadlifts, you need to avoid heavy squats and other kinds of heavy lifting. That's what I think we're, um, we need to discuss because I think that that's sort of the, the zeitgeist out there. Right. Well, it took a long time to get the zeitgeist. Yeah. Well, I was just waiting for it. I saw it written on that paper. (laughs) It took eight episodes to get to the use of the term zeitgeist. Yes. Um, Welcome to the podcast. This is No Rep Zeitgeist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, So why don't you... Let me me ask you, though, uh, having framed it up that way... I think you and I come at it from a different place because I think I came in and, and from a place where I had never lifted any Olympic lifting. I had never done any real heavy weights. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even know I had legs until I was about, you know, until I came to CrossFit. Um, yeah. But you, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, you were already lifting heavy before you came to CrossFit. Yeah, I mean, um, probably not so much legs-wise, but I had done, you know, cleans and benching heavy and squatting not heavy. Um, deadlifts, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I had done that all before, so and I've had to come around to trying, like to, to try to. I've had to backfill heavy lifting because what I've found is that that it's really hard to do, you know, uh, a, a twenty minute AMRAP when one of the components is uh, something that's a moderate weight to 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 guys who can lift heavy, but to me, it's a real slog. Yeah. So let me ask, have you found that doing some workouts with stronger legs has become easier for you? Yes. Even if they're cardio workouts? Even if they're cardio workouts. I found, I found, the first place I found it was in kettlebell swings. Mm-hmm. You know, I started, um, what I started doing was, you know, I picked up, I stopped doing a wad one day a week and started doing um, power lifting. Started doing, uh, I did squats and then um, strict presses. Uh, and then deadlifts, and then uh, you know, three or four months later, uh, having sort of put on some strength, I started all of a sudden. I would do like seventy-pound American kettlebell swings. All of a sudden, didn't feel, uh, didn't insane, yeah. didn't insanely jack my heart rate, and right. I could do them for many more reps without getting tired. And that was the first time I went, oh, you know. That's and actually, it's funny. You you have the, you always had that saying, you know, when you get stronger, everything gets easier. Yeah, you know. Um, I don't know. Where, did you did you read that in a fortune cookie or something? I may have. Yeah, <laughs> you might or have. Or just came it. right off the top of my head, and it will be trademarked pretty soon. Yeah. Um, see, for me, it was I didn't have very strong legs when I started. Right, so I would bench like three fifteen and squat one thirty five. <laughs> so <laughs> good balance. Yeah. So I was really evened out. Um, <laughs> Wait, then, and your and your first thought was I can fix that by wearing pants. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Year round. <laughs> round. Ninety eight in the shade, you're on the beach wearing jeans. Right. So, you know, I spent like a year probably just like squatting and, you know, deadlifting, really trying to 
put on some strength in the legs. And then that's when, like, the whole CrossFit thing really clicked for me. Like, this is a lot easier when I don't get absolutely buried or punished by thrusters or... This is fascinating to yeah. me because I'm a, I'm a big historian of Seth. I, I've followed <laughs> Seth's so long, tumultuous history yeah. <laughs> very closely. When I started CrossFit, you were already uh, one of the strong guys. You were already the guy who had to get over and get to the squat rack while everybody else was still warming up because you needed to get to a, warm up to a much heavier weight than the rest of us were doing. Yeah. So that's so I don't know you as skinny legged. Seth, you're not, like, I don't know you as, you know, the Sean McCarthy of legs. Oh, <laughs> he's, I think he heard you. He's right over there. I just saw him. Yeah. No, but, but let, me, let, let me amend that and say when Sean started, unlike Seth, Sean started, I was already here. And he came in and he was right. so you're five, like- you know, five, nine, 120 pounds. And he didn't, he had no legs, right. no, no, you know, and now yeah. it's a number of years later and now he's... No, now he's a big, strong guy. But so I saw that evolution in him. I never right. saw it in you. Yeah. Uh, but by the way, we were. I, I dropped a marker uh, in my uh, a mental marker uh, earlier, about ten minutes ago. You had started, and I and I took us off of the path. But you had started saying that there that you burn more fat lifting heavy. Yeah. Which I think goes into the broader category of benefits of heavy lifting Mm -hmm. and you're kind of pointing out there's one possible benefit is burning fat Mm -hmm. Uh, a second possible benefit or a second benefit in terms of at least in terms of crossfit is you get stronger from lifting heavy and then you can do better at the wads because uh, you can handle a little bit heavier weight or heavier kettlebell yeah another benefit of heavy lifting is it impresses chicks (laughs) i mean am i wrong no, I'm not saying okay. you're wrong. No, I, I, you're, I'm sure you're 100% right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, isn't that how you got Colette? <laughs> she came in and saw you squatting in the back, and that was it? It certainly wasn't your 5K time. That was <laughs> Speaking of running, can I throw out a quick pet peeve before we dive into the yeah, next thing? Yeah, absolutely. Is those people who have those bumper stickers on their car that say, like, 26.2 miles, mm-hmm. like, they ran a marathon and they want the world to know it? I mean, we could get bumper stickers. It's, I know I have a lot of pet peeves, but why don't we get bumper stickers that have interchangeable numbers and we have our weightlifting PRs on them? That's kind of brilliant, actually. Yeah, I know. Like the gas station numbers, how they change them. <laughs> Every time you hit a PR, like deadlift or bench, you just change out a number. So they'd have to be probably like like, like magnets or something? Yeah, like a magnet. And you just peel off the six and put yeah. like an eight in there. And, and that way it's... It's like kind of trolling people who run because I'm not a, I don't like people who run. And <laughs> it's just a general prejudice you have. Also just like kind of flexing on the rest of the world, you know? Yeah, I like it. It's a good idea, right? Yeah. Let's get uh, World Class Dave on the marketing of that. He's, yeah. He's got a, he's way behind. <laughs> he's way beyond. Uh, so that was your, that was a pet peeve. Pet, but oh we, my God. That, I couldn't fit that into the, you know, the pet peeve episode. Do's and don'ts. You don't put a freaking bumper sticker on your car that says how many miles you ran. <laughs> Next. Okay. You, you would, if you put 26.2, that would be total miles you've run in your life. Yeah, exactly. It's under, under <laughs> that number. So, uh, benefits of lifting heavy. Yeah. I got one. 
I wrote one down actually. With um, in an emergency situation. Yep. In life, are you you know just in general, are you more likely to need to lift something or run away from something? Yeah, fight or flight, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, just like in my life, having to lift things, you know, I'm more likely to have to use muscles to move things around than I am to use cardio. I mean, I can run, obviously, but... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I tend to think of heavy lifting from a more philosophical perspective and ask the question of... Why do we bother doing this if there's no functional reason to do it? But that having been said, I think that there are a lot of people for whom basic functional strength is not a given in their life. And in that regard, uh, lifting heavy and, and, and the, the lifting heavy component of CrossFit are extremely important to, yeah. to them and helpful. Yeah, and, and, and the other thing is, you know, as as you get older and move towards being elderly, we're all going to get there hopefully someday, you know, if if you're not lifting heavy now, you know, when you're 70, when you're 80, when you're hopefully 90, having the habit of lifting heavy and doing that resistance training and keeping your muscles strong and and putting that kind of resistance on your bones is going to matter it's going to make a difference in your day-to-day life absolutely right yeah uh getting back by the way to the more uh uh the benefit you would you would said that it 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 burn it may burn fat more efficiently yeah um in terms of the the metabolic benefits of lifting i've done a little bit of, of of reading about this and if I understand it correctly, and I may not, you know, lifting heavy, doing Olympic lifts can actually improve you cardiovascularly. Okay. You've used a couple big words in this podcast. <laughs> I really and I'm have. I'm not sure. I know some of the listeners, and I'm not sure they're going to understand it. <laughs> and, and by the way, the ones who, the ones who like, mile is, is, what I just said is probably only half true and a third of the, and, and like a third accurate. But... Uh, and, and a mile will sort of say, yeah, you kind of conflated two or three different things oh, that's in that. Right. But, Half but, truths and whole lies. Yeah, but, the, but, but it is true that it is a lifting hack, you know, a, a cardiovascular hack to, to do heavy lifting will improve you, you cardiovascularly. Well, good. I'd take that to the bank. Yeah, okay. Because that's, uh, that's been my plan all along, <laughs> is to avoid any type of um, actual physical running, rowing, biking in my life in general. Let me ask you a question. Okay. I sort of, it down here is, so we, we talked a little bit about the benefits of lifting and uh, a few other things, but with respect to CrossFit itself, can you get really strong doing CrossFit? That's a good question. Um, I think the answer for that is it depends. First of all, what your definition of really strong is, right? Um, I think really strong would be like double body weight squat, triple body weight deadlift, double body weight bench, something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, For the average person who comes in here for an hour a day, four to five days a week, no, probably not, right? And just does wads. Right, and just does workouts. There needs to be, you, you would have to come in and do extra weightlifting, right? And you'd have to do... Not just doing wads. 
Well, yeah, you know the answer for me because I, I have clearly had to exchange some wads for some lifting days in order to get stronger in a way that was not going to happen or did not happen just doing wads. So the thing I think about CrossFit and um, the programming, you know, at specific places is you come in and do, there is so many different movements in CrossFit, right? There's like 50 or 60 different movements that we can do in a Including workout. Including bowel movements. Bowel, right. That's a big one, pre and post workout. But um, there's no way that you can do all of those things on a regular basis. We did squats yesterday in, in a class, and I can't remember the last time that we had done squats, you know, just back squats in a workout and it's no knock on the programming or anything there's just so many other things that you can also you also can do right you can't come around to doing squats twice a week in a wad because right in terms of in terms of the programming here i know that we have strength cycles mm -hmm. so for you know three months or something ian will put in you know we'll focus on one or two Lifts, whether it be front, it could be front squats, it could be back squats, it right. could be strict presses, it could be, um, you know, weighted pull-ups or something where we are, uh, in a very concerted way and concentrated way, trying to get stronger at particular lifts. Right. But that has to be baked into the programming. Yeah. And I don't know that all CrossFits do that. Yeah. Well, I think there's also a, a, a myriad of different athletes, people who come here. Some people love doing strength cycles for eight weeks. Some people hate it. So you don't want to alienate half of your population because they don't want to squat three day, two days a week, right? The last strength cycle we did was squatting and I forget what else, pressing or something twice a week. And a lot of people don't want to come in and squat and press twice a week and then have a short Metcon cardio session after that. So it's tough to program that stuff, I think, too, because they don't, a lot of people don't want to do that. I remember when I first started, it was, I hated the lifting part of this. Yeah. And I was adamant that no matter what they did, I wasn't going to lift heavy. How the times have changed. They, <laughs> and I hated, when I first started, there was a strength cycle, so pretty, pretty quickly on in. And I hated it. I was... And I, I, and I was stuck betwixt in between because on the one hand, I had determined that I was going to not look at what the wad was going to be because I didn't want to start picking and choosing wads because I wanted to make sure right. I, I got, took full advantage of the unknown and unknowable programming. On the other hand, I hated lift days and so I found myself coming in two or three times a week and getting stuck on a lift day and just, just be, just pissed yeah. that I was paying for this. Right. And that's the problem, I think, when you run into the strength portion, is people who want to get strong are probably going to have to do that stuff on their own, right? Yeah. Like, like you said, you've had to sacrifice a couple, you know, work out once or twice a week, come in and do your own strength stuff. And that can be tough for some people to do. And some yeah. people don't want to do that, and so they can just do their wads all the time. Yeah. Sooner or later, I think, if you want to be a well-rounded CrossFit athlete, you kind of have to assess what your strengths and weaknesses are and address them outside of the watts. And I, you know, for me, I assessed and said, you know, the way I'm going to get better or more fit is by doing some, is by getting some strength. Right. 
Are there other things you want? Here, well, by, yeah, and I, I know some questions I'll fire off at you at the end. Yeah, oh, good. Oh, good, because I, you know, by the way, I just want to note here that you, uh, I dropped Zeitgeist, you dropped Myriad. Yeah. Which is a pretty strong word. I think we're trying to up the, uh, the level of listener that yeah. we have, education-wise. Yeah. Well, we're trying to raise the level of discourse in the CrossFit world. I was going to say, and I'm looking, as I'm, I'm looking at uh, Liz L. across the gym, speaking of, of women who are amazing lifters uh, and, and will get into lifting heavy, uh, she's, she's actually right now trying on a... She's trying an on a under, weight vest. An underweighted weight vest. And, uh, it's only weighs 12 pounds, not 14 Speaking of Seth's pet peeves, but I think that CrossFit has done the world uh, and the culture a great service in promoting uh, and changing the view of what is uh, a beautiful woman. Right. So, you know, beautiful women can be strong. Beautiful women can look strong. Right. And I think that that, to a large extent, has come out of the CrossFit culture. Right. Yeah, and fitness... Fit, that fitness culture is becoming more and more mainstream CrossFit, you know, weightlifting, powerlifting, those things are becoming more and more socially acceptable. And I agree. I think that that's really helped women who like lifting was kind of like a subculture before and it's becoming more and more mainstream now, which is awesome. And I also think it's the case that women who want to look a certain way, there's all kinds of stuff about, you know, you can do aerobic stuff to, to shape and tone and things like that. I, I frankly think that's kind of a myth. Yeah. And I think you, you, I think, you know, whether you're a man or a woman, if if you want to look a certain way, it, 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 there are only so many ways to get fit and to do it, and to right. to try to do it by while avoiding one huge component of fitness, which is the heavy lifting side. To me, is is trying to do it with one arm tied behind your back. Right. And I think what CrossFit is kind of exposed that myth and said you know you can you can shape your body the way you want to shape it you can look the way you want to if that's a thing yeah you know i think it's very cool that you can um say about you know whether you're you know man woman whatever you are if you come in here you're strong that that's a cool positive attribute that people will be like oh yeah you know her oh yeah she can lift she's strong right you know when you would go into sometimes a regular gym before and you would see a woman squatting you know, 200 pounds, you would be, yeah, that's, that's weird. Some people would think that's weird, but when you come to a CrossFit gym and you see a woman squatting 200 pounds, it's awesome. Yeah. And you see, and, you, and then you see other women looking over and being like, I want to be like that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you were going to fire some questions. Oh, I had some, I just had a couple. These were more like yes or no questions. Okay. I have, th- well, two yes or no's and one. Uh, speaking, so we talked about heavy lifting, obviously. What is your favorite lift? Back squat. Back squat. Yeah, and I would tell you why. Okay. It's the, there's something so cool about putting a huge weight on your back. Very alpha. Uh, is it? Very, I guess. It's very alpha. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. You put it on when your... that bar starts bending yeah. a little bit over your shoulders. Yeah, and then you like... Something you don't get from running, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, and, 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 and then like and just like feeling the fact that like you're holding that weight in your in a vertical plane and all your 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 bones are lined up and you can just you can you can take that weight and then you can break out of that plane 
drop down and then pick it back up that like coming up feeling of like I'm bringing this back up putting it where I want it yeah very cool very alpha <laughs> I mean you see people posting pictures of themselves lifting weights like squatting with the bar bending yeah. you don't see people posting pictures of them mid stride on the middle of a 10k <laughs> right? Of right. so there's something to be said for, for having weight on yeah. the bar and by the way the, the, my travel because of my height, my, the, the travel of my bar is about 18 inches, right? Yeah. So when I'm picking it up, we I'm like, and it's coming very up. Very short up range of motion. <laughs> yeah. um, mine's bench press. Another, I think, very alpha, yeah. very very gym-oriented. Okay. That's a bro lift. Yeah, it is, but it's, it's a great lift. Um, As you say. It's very functional. You know, yeah, you need to true. press something off you if you ever get pinned. Maybe there's a boulder yeah. or a car, some, some situation. Yeah. You can save your life. Hey, if you're ever in a fight... Start from on the ground on your right. back. Just t- immediately right into a turtle pose. <laughs> um, all right. Reclining chairs. Yes or no? No. I'm a sit in a cross-legged, cross-legged pose on a chair or on a couch. Okay. That's my thing. You know, I do a lot of reading. Like, I don't like to read. Like, I like to be more vertical when I'm reading. Okay. I'm a big recliner guy. <laughs> I don't have one and I've never had one, but every time... I sit in one and I like pull that lever and it picks my legs up and I go back like fall asleep eight seconds in. <laughs> love it. You're like the middle-aged dad dude. Yeah, love like, it. Just love recliner. Drop into the recliner. Uh, all right, last one. Cologne. Yes or no? No. So you prefer to have your natural pheromones <laughs> just drawn in the crowd? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually. Me too. Yeah, I sometimes get a, a compliment of oh, you smell good. And I feel like I don't want to admit that like it's just like I just use Axe deodorant. Like that's the only thing I use that changes well, my odor. Well, if it's a woman saying it, it could be the pheromones. If it's a man, it could be the pheromones. Yeah, I'm yeah I'm I'm the Austin Powers of Pine right. Valley CrossFit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're not, and you also are not a cologne guy. No cologne. Never have been. I have cologne. I have nice cologne. Do you? Yeah. Uh, never ever wear it. Is there a cologne called Dark Matter? There might be. Sounds pretty cool. Doesn't it? Yeah. We'll get, get, let's get world-class Dave on that. He's got a lot of projects lined up. He's in here, so we should probably probably talk to him. Dark Matter by No Rep CrossFit. Also, um, just want to throw this out before we close out, is that we did receive a couple uh, emails. We did? Yeah, a couple of questions in the email. So I think at the beginning of the next episode, we should pull together um, some of those emails with the questions and topics and... If any of you listening actually have any questions or emails or, or emails or topics that you want to hear, um, you can send them to norepodcast at gmail.com, and we will address them at the beginning of the next episode. be cool. great if it was some people we didn't know. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe Adrian will shoot us an email. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. Is that it? I think that's it. All right. Seth and Tony signing off. Thanks again.